0: Yes, hello, this is Ken Landerson's podcast, and it's the 20th of February 2022. The time is 446 in the morning, and it is Sunday. And sorry I have to, or the interruption of the video. But we move on right now. We have come to number 28 of Joe's book. So without further ado, let's read on. There is a place to mine silver, and a place for gold that they refine. Iron is taken from the ground, and copper is smelted from rocks. Man conquers the darkness. He droves to the limits in the gloom and darkness, searching for ore. He sinks a shaft far from where people reside, in forgotten places far from where people walk. Some men descend and swing suspended, the food grows on top of the earth, but below there is an upheaval as if by fire. There in the stones is sapphire, and the dust contains gold. No bird or prey knows the path to it. The eye of a black kite ca- has not seen it. No majestic beasts have trodden, trodden on it. The young lion has not prowled there man strikes the flinty rocks with his hand he overturns the mountains at their foundations he cuts water channels in the rock his eyes spot every precise thing he dams up the sources of rivers and brings what was hidden to the light but wisdom where can it be found and where is the source of understanding no man recognizes its value and it cannot be found in the land of the living the deep water says it is not in me and the sea says it is not with me it cannot be bought with pure gold nor can silver be weighed out in exchange for it it cannot be bought with gold of of fire nor with the rare onyx and sapphire gold and glass cannot be compared to it nor can a vessel of fine gold be exchanged for it coral and crystals are not worthy of mention for a bag full of wisdom is worth more than one full of pearls the tofas of gush cannot be compared to it it cannot be persig- persig- it cannot be purchased persig- even with pure gold but from where does wisdom come and where's the source of understanding it has been hidden from the eyes of every living thing and concealed from the birth of the heavens. Destruction and death, says, our ears have heard only a report of it. God understands the way to find it. He alone knows where it resides. for He looks to the ends of the earth, and He sees everything under the heavens. When He sets the force of the wind and measures out the waters, Then he made a regulation for the rain and a path for the thunderous storm cloud. Then he saw wisdom and explained it. He established and tested it. And he said to man, Look, the fear of Jehovah, that is wisdom, and to turn away from bad is understanding." Job continued his discourse, saying, If only I were in the month gone by in the days when God was watching over me, when he caused his lamp to shine upon my head, when I walked through darkness by his light, when I was in my prime, when God's friendship was felt in my tent, when the Almighty was still with me, when my children were all around me. when my steps were awash with butter and the rocks poured out streams of oil for me. When I used to go out to the city gates and take my seat in the public square, the young men would see me and step aside, and even the old men would rise and remain standing. Princes, refrained from speaking, they would put their hands over their mouth. The voices of the prominent men were silent, Their tongues were stuck to the roof of their mouth. Whoever heard me would speak well of me, and those who saw me would testify for me. For I would rescue the poor who cried for help, along with the fatherless child and anyone who had no helper. The one about to perish would bless me, and I made the heart of the widow rejoice. I put on righteousness as my clothing. My justice was like a robe and a turban. I became eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the poor. I would investigate the legal case of those I did not know. I would break the jaws of the wrongdoer and tear the prayer away from his teeth. I used to say, I will die in my own home and my days will be as numerous as the grains of the sand. My roots will spread out into the waters and dew will stay all night on my branches. My glory is constantly renewed and the bow in my hand will keep shooting. People would listen exceptionally, waiting in silence for my advice. After I had spoken, they had nothing more to say. My words would fall gently on their ears. They waited for me as for the rain, They opened their mouths wide as for the spring rain. When I smiled at them, they could hardly believe it. The light of my face would reassure them. I gave them direction as their head, and I lived like a king among his troops, like one who comforted the mourners. Now they laugh at me, men younger than I am, whose father I would have refused to put with the dogs that guarded my flock, what use was the power of their hands to me? Their vigor has perished. They are worn out from want and hunger. They gnaw at the precious ground. They ha- was already ruined and desalted. They gather the salt herb from the bushes. Their food is the root of room trees. They are driven out of the community. People shout at them as they would as a thief. They live on the slopes of Raminius, in holes in the ground and the rocks. From the bushes they cry out and huddle together among the needles. As sons of the senseless and nameless ones, they have been driven out of the land. But now they mock me even in their songs. I have become an object of scorn to them. They detest me and keep their distance from me. They do not hesitate to spit in my face. Because God has disarmed me and humbled me, they throw off all restraint in my presence. On my right they rise up like a mob. They put me to flight and put up barriers of destruction in my path. They tear up my roadways and make my calamity worse without anyone to stop them. They come as if though a wide breach is in the wall, they roll in amid the devastation. Terror overwhelms me. My dignity is driven away like the wind, and my salvation vanishes like a cloud. Now my life ebbs from me, days of affiliation takes hold of me. Acting pierces my bone at night. Uh, Aching pierces my bone at night. The gnawing pain never stops. With great force, my garment is disfigured. Like the color of my garment, it chokes me. God has thrown me down into the mud. I am reduced to dust and ashes. I cry to you for help, but you do not answer me. I stand up, but you just look at me. You have cruelly turned against me. With the full might of your hand, you assaulted me. You pick me up and carry me off with the wind. Then you toss me about in the storm. For I know that you will bring me down to death, to the house where everyone living will meet. But no one would strike a broken man, as he cries for help during his time of disaster. Have I not wept for those who has fallen on hard times, Have I not grieved for the poor? Although I hoped for good, bad came. I I expected light, but darkness came. The curling inside me did not stop. Days of affiliation confronted me. I walked about gloomy. There is no sunlight. In the assembly I rise and cry for help. I became a brother to jackals, and a companion to the daughters of the ostrich. My skin has blackened and fallen off, my bones burn from the heat, my harp is used only for mourning, and my flute for the sound of weeping. I have made a covenant with my eyes, so how could I show Improper attention to a virgin. What, then, would be my share from God above? What inheritance from the Almighty on high? Does not disaster await the wrongdoer, and calamity those doing what is harmful? Does he not see my ways and count all my steps? Have I ever walked in untruth? Has my foot hurried to deceive? Let God weigh me with accurate scales, then he will recognize my integrity. If my footsteps deviated from the way, or my heart has followed after my eyes, or my hands have been defiled, then let me sow seeds and someone else eat, and let what I plant be unproved. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, and I have lain in wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind grain for another man, and let other men have sexual relations with her. For that would be shameful conduct, an error deserving punishment by the judges. It would be a fire that would uh, devour and destroy, consuming even the roots of all my produce, if I deny justice to my male or female servants when they had a complaint against me, what can I do when God confronts me? What can I answer him when he calls for an accounting? Did not the one who made me in the womb also make them? Was it not the same one who formed us before our birth? If I refuse to give the poor what they desire, or sadness the eyes of the widow if I ate my portions of food alone, without sharing it with the orphans. For from my youth the orphans grew up with me, as though I were his father, and I have been a guide for the widow from childhood. If I saw anyone perishing for lack of clothing, or a poor man with nothing to cover himself, if he did not bless me, as he warmed himself with the wool of my sheep, if I shook my fist against the orphan when he needed my assistance in the city gate, then let my arm fall from my shoulder, and let my arm be broken at the elbow. For I dreaded disaster from God, and I could not stand before his dignity. If I put my confidence in gold or set to find gold, you are my security. If I found my joy in my great wealth, because of the many possessions I acquired, if I saw the sun shining, or the moon moving in its plen- splendors, and my heart was secretly incited, and my mouth kissed my hand in worship of them, then that would be an error deserving punishment by the judges, for I would have denied the true God above. Have I ever rejoiced over the destructions of my enemy? or gloated because evil befell him. I never allowed my mouth to sin by asking for his life in an oath. Have the men of my tent not said, Who can find anyone who has not been satisfied with his food? No stranger had to spend the night outside. I opened my doors to the traveler. Have I ever tried to cover over my transgressions like other men? by hiding my arrow in the pockets of my garment. Have I in fear of the reactions of the multitude, or have I been terrified by the contempt of other families, making me silent and afraid to go outside? If only someone would listen to me. I would sign my name to what I have said. Let the Almighty answer me. If only my accusers had written out the changes in my document, in as a document, I would carry it on my shoulders, and I would bind it around my head like a crown. I would give him an accru- accounting for every step I took. I would approach him confidently like a prince. If my own ground would cry out against me, and its furious would weep together, if I have eaten its fruities without payment, or if I have caused its owners to despair, then let thorns sprout for me instead of wheat, and foul-smelling weeds instead of barley. The words of Job end here. So these three men stopped trying to answer Job, because he was convinced of his own righteousness. But Elihu, the son of Bachel the Butzi, of the family of Ram, had become very angry. His anger blazed against Job for trying to prove himself right rather than God. He was also very angry with Job's three companions because they could not find an answer but had declared God wicked. Elihu had been waiting to respond to Job because they were older than he was. Then Elihu saw that the three men had nothing to say in answer. His anger flared up so Irihu, the son of Basil the Butsiite, uh, began to speak, saying, I am young, and you men are at age, so I respectfully held back, and I dared not tell you what I knew. I thought, let age speak, and let a multitude of years declare wisdom. But it is the spirit in people, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. Age alone does not make one wise nor is it only old men who understand what is right. So I say, listen to me, and I will also tell you what I know. Look, I have waited for your words. I kept listening to your reasoning as you searched for things to say. I paid close attention to you, but none of you could prove Job wrong or answer his arguments. So do not say, we have found wisdom. It is God who refutes him, not a man. He did not direct his words against me, so I will not reply to him with your arguments. They are dismayed. They have no more answers. They have nothing left to say. I have waited, but they do not continue speaking. They just stand there with no further answer. So I too will give an answer. I too will tell what I know, for I am full of words, The spirit within me compels me. My insides are like wine that has not vent, like new wineskins ready to burst. Let me speak so that I can find relief. I will open my lips and give an answer. I will not show partiality to anyone. Nor will I flatter any human, for I do not know how to flatter. If I did, my maker would quickly do away with me. But now, Job, please hear my words. Listen to everything I see, I I saw, sorry, listen to everything I say. Look, please, I must open my mouth, my tongue must speak. My words declare the uprightness of my heart, and my lips sincerely tell what I know. God's own Spirit made me, and the Almighty One's breath brought me to life. Reply to me if you are able. Present your arguments before me. Take your position. Look, I am just like you before the true God. From the clay I too was shaped, so no fear of me should terrify you, and no pressure from me should overwhelm you. But you said in my hearing, yes, I keep hearing these words, I am pure without transgression. I am clean without error. But God finds reasons to oppose me. He considers me his enemy. He puts my feet in stocks. He scrutinizes all my path. But you are not right in saying this, so I will answer you. God is far greater than mortal man. Why do you complain against him? It is because he did not answer all your words. For God speaks once and a second time, but no one pays attention. In a dream, a vision of the night, When deep sleep falls upon people while they sleep in their beds, then he uncovers their ears and impresses his instructions upon them. To turn a person away from wrongdoing and to protect a man from pride. God spares his soul from the pit, his life from perishing by the sword. A person is also reproved by pain on his bed and by the constant distress of his bones so that his very being loathed bread and he rejects even fine food his flesh was wasted away from sight and his bones that were hidden now protrudes his soul drains ni- near to the pit his life to those who bring death If there is a messenger for him, an advocate out of a thousand to tell to man what is upright, then God shows him favor in saying, Spare him from going down into the pit. I have found a ransom. Let his flesh become fresher than in youth. Let him return to the days of his youthful vigor. He will entreat God, who will accept him and he will see his face with the screw of joy, and he will restore his righteousness to mortal man. That person will declare to man, I have sinned and distorted what is right, but I did not receive what I deserved. He has redeemed my soul from going into the pit, and my life will see the light. Indeed, God does all these things twice three times for a man to bring him back from the pit, so that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Pay attention, Job. Listen to me. Keep silent, and I will continue speaking. If you have something to say, reply to me. Speak, for I want to prove you right. If you have nothing to say, you should listen to me. Keep silent, and I will teach you wisdom. So, Elihu, continued to say in reply. Listen to my words. You, who are wise... Hear me, you who know so much, for the ear tests words just as the tongue tastes food. Let us evaluate for ourselves what is right. Let us decide among ourselves what is good. For Job said, I am in the right, but God has denied me justice. Would I lie about what my own judgment should be? My wounds is incurable through though there is no transgression. what other man is like Job, who drinks up derision like water. He is in company with wrongdoers and in association with wicked men, for he has said, a man does not benefit from trying to please God. So listen to me, you men of understanding. It is unthinkable for the true God to act wickedly, for the Almighty to do wrong, for he will reward a man according to what he does, and bring upon him the consequences of his ways. For a certainty God does not act wickedly. The Almighty does not pervert justice, who put him in charge of the earth, and who appointed him over the whole world. If he fixes his attention on them, if he gathers their spirit and breath to himself, all humans would perish together, and mankind would return to the dust, So if you are understanding, pay attention to this. Listen carefully to what I say. Should someone who hates justice be in control? Or would you condemn a powerful one who is righteous? Would you say to a king, you are good for nothing, or to nobles, you are wicked? There is one who does not show partiality to princes and who does not favor the rich over the poor, For they are all the works of his hand. They may die suddenly in the middle of the night. They shake violently and passes away. Even the powerful are removed, but not by human hands. For God's eyes are upon the ways of a man, and he sees all his steps. There is no darkness or deep shadow where wrongdoers can conceal themselves. For God has not set an appointed time for any man to appear before him in judgment. He breaks the powerful without needing to investigate and sets up others in their place, for he knows what they are doing. He overthrows them during the night, and they are crushed. He strikes them for their wickedness in a place where all can see, because they have turned away from following him and have not regarded for any of his ways. They cause the poor to cry out to him, so that he hears the outcry of the helpless. When God remains silent, who can condemn him? When he hides his face, who can see him? Whether towards a nation or man, the result is the same, so that a godless person may not rule, or lay snares for the people, For will anyone say to God, I have been punished, although I have committed no offense? Teach me what I have failed to see. If I have done anything wrong, I will not do it again. Should he reward you on your terms when you reject his judgment? You must decide, not I. So tell me what you know so well. Men of understanding will say to me, any wise man who hear me... Job speaks without knowledge, and his words lack insight. Let Job be tested to the limit, because his replies are like those of wicked men. He adds rebellions to his sin. He scornfully claps his hands before us and multiplies his words against the true God. Elihu continued his response. Are you so confident that you are right, that you would say, I am more righteous than God? For you say, what does it matter to you? Am I better off than if I had sinned? I will reply to you and to your companions with you. Look up to heaven and see. Observe the clouds which are high above you. If you sin, how do you hurt him? If your transgressions multiply, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give him? What does he receive from you? Your wickedness affects only a human like yourself, and your righteousness a son of man. People cry out when, under great oppression, they cry for relief from the dominations of the powerful. But no one says, Where is God? my grandmaker the one causing songs to be sung in the night he teaches us more than the beasts of the earth and he makes us wiser than the birds of the heavens people cry out but he does not answer because of the pride of the wicked surely god does not hear an empty cry the almighty does not pay attention to it how much less then when you complain that you do not see him. Your legal case is before him, so you should wait anxiously for him. For he has not angrily called for an accounting, nor has he taken note of your extreme rashness. Job opened his mouth wide in vain. He multiplies words without knowing, without knowledge. Elihu continued, Be patient with me a little longer while I explain, for I still have words to speak on God's behalf. I will speak comprehensively about what I know, and I will ascribe righteousness to my Maker. Truly, my words are not false. The one perfect in knowledge is here before you. Indeed, God is mighty and rejects no one. He is great in his power of understanding. He will not preserve the lives of the wicked, but he gives justice to the affiliated. He does not take his eyes off the righteous. He enthrones them with kings, and they are exalted forever. But if they are bound in shackles and caught in ropes of affiliation, he reveals to them what they have done, their transgressions caused by their pride. He opens their ears to correction and tells them to turn away from wrongdoing. If they obey and serve him, they will live out are days in prosperity and their years will be pleasant but if they do not obey they will perish by the sword and die without knowledge the godless at heart will harbor resentment they do not cry for help even when he binds them they die while still young spending their life among male temple prostitutes but God rescues the affiliated during their affiliation. He opens their ear when they are oppressed. He draws you away from the brink of distress to a broad space free of restriction. With rich food on your table as consolidation, then you will be satisfied with the judgment on the wicked. Then judgment is rendered and justice is upheld. But take care that rage does not lead you into spitefulness, and do not let a large bribe lead you astray. Would you cry for help, or any of your strenuous efforts keep you from distress? Do not long for the night, when people vanishes from their place. Beware that you do not turn to wrongdoing, Choosing this instead of affiliation. Look, God is sorted in his power. What instructor is like him? Who has directed his way or said to him, What you have done is wrong? Remember to magnify his activity, of which men have sung. All mankind has seen it. Mortal man looks on from a distance. Yes, God is greater than we can know. The number of his years is beyond comparison. He draws up the drops of water. They con- then send into rain from his mist. Then the clouds pour it down. They shower down upon mankind. Can anyone understand the layers of clouds, the thundering from his tent? See how he spreads his lightning over it and covers the depth of the sea. By the these he sustained the people he give them food in abundance with his hand he covers the lightning and he directs it against its target his thunder tells about him even the livestock tells who is coming at this my heart pounds and leaps from its place listen carefully to the rumbling of his voice and the thunder that comes from his mouth He unleashes it under the entire heavens and sends His lightning to the ends of the earth. After that is a roaring sound. He thunders with a majestic voice, and He does not hold it back when His voice is heard. God's thunder with His voice is a wonderful way, in a wonderful way. He does great things that are beyond our understanding. He says to the snow, fall to the earth, and to the downpour of rain, pour down mightily. God puts a stop to all human activity, so that every mortal man will know his work. The wild animals go into their den and remain in their lair. The storm wind blows from its chambers, and the cold comes from the north wind. By the breath of God the ice is produced, and the broad waters are frozen solid. Yes, he weighs down the clouds with moisture, he scatters his lightning in the clouds. They swirl around where he directs them. They carry out whatever he commands on the surface of the inhabited earth, whether it is for punishment or for the sake of the land, or for loyal love he causes it to happen. Listen to this job. Stop and consider carefully the wonderful works of God, Do you know how God controls the clouds and how he causes the lightning to flash from his cloud? Do you know how the clouds float? They are the wonderful works of the one perfect in knowledge. Why does your clothing become hot when the earth is still uh, because of the south wind? Can you with him spread out the skies as solid as a metal mirror? Tell us what he should say to him. We cannot answer because we are in the dark. Should he be told what I want to speak? Or has anyone said something that should be communicated to him? They cannot even see the light, though it is bright in the sky, until a wind passes by and clear away the cloud. Out of the north come golden splendor. God's majestic is awe inspiring. Understanding the Almighty is beyond our reach. He is great in power, and he never violates his justice and abundance righteousness. Therefore people should fear him, for he does not favor any who thinks that they are wise. Then Jehovah answered Job out of the windstorm, Who is this who is obscuring my counsel and speaking without knowledge brace yourself please like a man i will question you and you inform me where were you when i founded the earth tell me if you think you understand who set its measurement in case you know or who stretched a measuring line across it into what where its pedestal sunk or who laid its counterstones? When the morning stars joyfully cried out together, and all the sons of God began shouting in applause, and who barricaded the sea behind doors when it burst out from the womb? When I clothed it with clouds and wrapped it in thick gloom, when I established my limits for it and put its spars and doors in place, And I said, you may come this far and no further. Here is where your proud waves will stop. Have you ever commanded the morning, or made the dawn know its place, to take hold of the ends of the earth and to shake the wicked out of it? It is transformed like clay under a seal, and its features stand out like those of a garment but the light of the wicked is held back from them and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you gone down to the source of the sea or explored the depth waters? Have the gates of death been revealed to you or have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you understood the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all of this. In which direction does the light reside? And where is the place of darkness? That you should take it to its territory and understand the path to its home. Do you know this because you were already born and the numbers of your years is great? Have you entered the storehouses of the snow or have you seen the storehouses of the hail which I have reserved for the time of distress, for the day of battle and war. From what direction is light despaired? And from where does the east wind blow on the earth? Who has cut a channel for the flood and made a path of the thunderous storm cloud? To make it rain where no man lives, on the wilderness where there are no humans. To satisfy deviating wasteland and cause the grass to sprout, does the rain have a father, or who fathered the dewdrops? From whose womb did the ice emerge, and who gave birth to the frost of heavens, when the waters are covered as if with stone, and the surface of the deep waters is frozen solid? Can you tie the ropes of the Kimas constellation or untie the cords of the Kessel constellation? Can you lead out a constellation in its season or guide the As constellation along with its sons? Do you know the laws governing the heavens or can you impose their authority on the earth? Can you raise your voice to the clouds to cause a flood of water to cover you? Can you send out lightning bolts Will they come and say to you, here we are? Who put wisdom within the clouds, or gave understanding to the sky phenomena? Who is wise enough to count the clouds, or who can tip over the water jaws of heaven, when the dust pours into a mass, and the clouds of earth stick together, can you hunt prey for a lion or satisfy the appetites of young lions? <laughs> when they crouch in their lair or lie in a bond ambush in their den, who prepares food for the raven? When it, young cries to God for help and wanders about because there is nothing to eat? Do you know the time when the mountain goats give birth Have you watched the deer give birth to the young? Do you count the months that they must complete? Do you know the time when they give birth? They crouch down when they give birth to the young, and their labor pain ends. Their young become strong and grow up in the open field. They go out and do not return to them. Who? set the wild donkey free, and who untied the ropes of the wild donkey. I have made the desert plain its home and the salt land its dwelling. It scorns the tumble of the city. It does not hear the shouts of the driver. It roams the hills seeking pasture, looking for every green plant, is the wild bull willing to serve you will it spend the night in your stable will you hold the wild bull to the furry with a rope or will it follow you to plow the valley will you trust in its great strength and let it do your heavy work will you rely on it to bring back your harvest and will it gather it to your threshing floor the wings of the ostrich flaps joyfully, but can her pinions and plumages compare with the stalks? For she leaves her eggs on the ground, and she keeps them warm in the dust. She forgets that some foot can may crush them, or that a wild animal may scramble them. She treats her son harshly as if they were not hers. She has no fear that her labour may be in vain for God has deprived her of wisdom and given her no share in understanding. But when she rises up and flaps her wings, she laughs as the horses and at at its riders. Are you the one who gives the horses its strength? Do you clothe its neck with a rustling man? Can you cause it to leap like a locust, locust, Its majestic snorting is terrifying. It paws the ground in the valley and exults mightily. It changes into the battle. It laughs at fear and is afraid of nothing. It does not turn back because of the sword. The quicker rattle against it, the spear and the jawling flesh, trembling with excitement, it surges forwards. It cannot stand still at the sound of the horn. When the horn blows, it says, Ah, it smells the battle from afar, and hears the shouting of commanders and the battle cry. Is it by your understanding that the falcon soars spread its wings to the south? Or is it at your order that an eagle flies upwards and builds its nest high up, spending the night on a cliff, dwelling in its stronghold on a rocky crack? From there... It searches for food. Its eyes look far into the distance. Its young sips up blood. And whether the slains are, there is it. Jehovah continued to answer Job. Should a fault finder contend with the Almighty, let the one who wants to reprove God answer. Job said in answer to Jehovah, Look, I am unworthy. What can I reply to you? I put my hands over my mouth. I spoke once, but I will not answer again. Twice, but I will say no more. Then Jehovah answered Job out of the windstorm. Raise yourself, please, like a man. I will question you, and you inform me. Will you call into question my justice? Will you condemn me? so that you may be right. Do you have an arm as powerful as the true God's, or can your voice thunder like His? Adorn yourself, please, with glory and majestic. Clothe yourself with dignity and splendor. Release the fury of your anger. Look at everyone who is haughty and bring him low. Look at everyone who is haughty and humble him and thread down the wicked where they stand, hide them all in the dust, bind them in the hidden places. Then even I would acknowledge to you that your right hand can save you. Here now is Bohemia, which I made as I made you. It eats grass like a bull. Look at the strength in its hips, and the power in the muscle of its belly. It stiffens its tail like a setter. The sinews of its thighs are woven together. Its bones are tubes of copper. Its limbs are like wounding rods. It ranks first among the works of God. Only its maker can approach it with his sword, for the mountain produces food for it where all the wild animals play. It lies down under the lotus trees, in the shelter of the reeds of the marsh. The lotus tree casts their shadow on it, and the poplars of the valley surrounded it. If the river is turbulent it does not panic. It is confident, although the Jordan rushes against its mouth, can anyone capture it while it is watching or pierce its nose with a hook? Can you catch Leviathan with a fishhook, or hold down its tongue with a rope? Can you put a rope through its nostrils, or pierce its jaws with a hook? Will it make many pleases to you? Or will it speak gently to you? Will it make a covenant with you, so that you may make it your slave for life? Will you play with it as is with a bird or tie it on a leash for your little girls? Will traders barter for it? Will they divide it up among merchants? Will you fill its hide with harpoons or its head with fishing spears? Lay you hand on it. You will remember the battle and never do it again. Any hope of seducing it is futile. The mere sight of it would overwhelm you. No one dares to stir it up. So who is it who can stand up to me? Who has given me anything, first, that I should repay him? Whatever is under the heavens is mine. I will not be silent above its limbs, about its mightiness and its well-formed body. Who has removed its outer covering? Who will enter its open jaws? Who can pry open the doors of its mouth? Its teeth all around are fearsome. Its back has rows of scales, tightly sealed together. Each one fits so closely to one another that no air can come between them. They are stuck to one another. They cling together and cannot be separated. Its snorting flashes, flashes out light, and it is, and its eyes are like the rays of dawn. Flashes of lightning goes out of its mouth. Fiery sparks escapes. Smoke pours out of its nostrils, like a furnace fueled with rushes. Its breath sets coal ablaze, and a flame shouts from its mouth. There is great strength in its neck and dismay runs before it. The folds of its flesh are tightly joined together. They are firm as though cast upon it and immovable. Its heart is hard as stone, yes, hard as a lower milestone. When it rises up, even the mighty are frightened. Its trashing causes bewilderment. No sword that reaches it will prevail, nor will spear darts or arrow heads. It regards iron as straw, copper as rotten wood. An arrow does not make it flee. Sling stones turns into stubbles against it. It regards a club as stubble, and it laughs as the rattling of a jawline. Underneath it is like sharp fragments of pottery. It spreads itself in the mud like a strengthening sledge. It makes the deep boil just like a pot. It stirs up the sea like an outman pot. It leaves a glittering wake in its path. One would think that the deep had their hair, There is nothing like it on the earth, a creature made to have no fear. It glares at everything that is haughty. It is king over all the majestic wild beasts. Then Job said in reply to Jehovah, Now I know that you are able to do all things, and that nothing you have in mind to do is impossible for you. You said, Who is this who is obscuring my counsel without knowledge? Therefore I spoke, but I I spoke without understanding about things too wonderful for me, which I do not know. You said, Please listen, and I will speak. I will question you, and you inform me. My ears have heard about you, but now I do see you with my eyes. That is why I take back what I said and I repent in dust and ashes. After Jehovah had spoken these words to Job, Jehovah said to Ilias the termite, My anger burns against you and your two companions, for you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. Now take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer up a burnt sacrifice for yourself, and my servant Job will pray for you. I will surely accept his request not to deal with you according to your foolishness, for you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. So the says, the Theramite, Bildad, and Shubi, the Shubi, and so far the Nahamite went and did what Jehovah had told them to do, and Jehovah accepted Job's prayer. After Job had prayed for his companions, Jehovah removed Job's tribulations and restored his prosperity. Jehovah gave him double what he had before. All his brothers and sisters and all his former friends came to him and ate a meal with him in his house. They sympathized with him and comforted him over all the calamity that Jehovah had allowed to come upon him. Each of them gave him a piece of money and gold ring. So Jehovah blessed the last part of Job's life more than the beginning, and Job came to have 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, a 1,000 pairs of cattle, and a 1,000 female donkeys. He also came to have seven more sons and three more daughters. He named the first daughter Yimeazh, the second Kesiah, and the third here in Harpup. No woman in all the land were as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father gave them an inheritance along with their brothers. After this, Job lived for 140 years, and he saw his children and his grandchildren. Four generations. Finally Job died after a long and satisfying life. So, this was the end of Joe's book. And now I'm going to read uh, the book uh, of Psalms, book number 3. It is from Psalm 73 to 89. And of course, um, in a later podcast, I'm also going to interpret Job's book and also interpret uh, these Psalms. So, without further ado, let's continue here with Psalm number 73 god is truly good to israel to those pure in heart as for me my feet had almost strayed, my steps had nearly slipped for i became envious of the arrogant when i would see the peace of the wicked for they have no pain in their death their bodies are healthy They are not troubled like other humans, nor do they suffer like other men. Therefore, haughtiness is their necklace. Violence clothes them as a garment. Their prosperity makes their eyes bulge. They have exceeded the imaginations of the heart. They scoff and say evil things. They arrogantly threaten oppression. They speak as if they were as high as heaven and their tongues swagger about in the earth. So his people turn aside to them and they drink from their abundance water. They say, how does God know? Does the Most High really have knowledge? Yes, these are the wicked, who always have it easy. They keep increasing their wealth surely in vain i have kept my heart pure and washed my hands in innocence and i was troubled all day long every morning i was uh, chastised but if i had said these things i would have betrayed your people did not try to understand it it was troubling to me until i entered the grand sacrifices of sanctuary of god And I discern the future. Surely you have placed them on slippery ground. You make them fall to their ruin. How suddenly they are devastated. How suddenly is their finish as they come to a terrible end. Like a dream when one wakes up, O Jehovah. When you rose yourself, you will diminish their image. But my heart was sour, and deep inside I felt sharp pain. I was unreasoning and lacked understanding. I was like a senseless beast before you. But now I am continually with you. You have taken hold of my right hand. You guide me with your advice, and afterwards you will lead me to glory. Whom do I have in the heavens, and besides you I desire nothing on earth? My body and my heart may fail, but God is the rock of my heart and my portion forever. Truly, those keeping far from you will perish. You will put an end to everyone who immorally leaves you. But as for me, drawing near to God is good for me. I have made the sovereign Lord Jehovah my refugees, to declare all your work. Why, O God, have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger burn against the flock of your pasture? Remember the people you acquired long ago. And this is number 74, by the way. The tribe you redeemed as your inheritance. Remember Mount Zion, where you have resided. Direct your steps to the perpetual ruins. The enemies has devastated everything in the holy place. Your foes roared inside your meeting place. They have set up their own banners as sign there. They were like men, wielding axes against a thick forest. They broke up all its engravings with axes and iron bars. They set your sanctuary on fire. They profaned the tabernacle, bearing your name, casting it to the ground. They and their offspring have said in their hearts, all the meeting places of God in the land must be burnt. There are no signs for us to see. There is no longer any prophets, and no one among us knows how long this will last. How long, O oh God, will the adversary keep taunting? Will the enemy treat your name with disrespect forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand. Draw it out of your bosom and put an end to them. But God is my king from long ago, the one performing acts of salvation on the earth. You stirred up the sea with your strength. You smashed the heads of the sea monsters in the water. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You gave it as food to the people, to those inhabiting the deserts. You cut open for the spring and the streams. You dried up even flowing rivers. The day belongs to you, also the night. You made the light and the sun. You set up all the boundaries of the earth. You made summer and winter. Remember the enemies taunts, O Jehovah, how a foolish people treat your name with disrespect. Do not surrender the life of your turtle dove to the wild beast. Do not forget the life of your affiliated people forever. Remember the covenant, for the dark places of the earth has become full of the haunts of violence. May the crushed one know not turn away disappointed. May the lovely and the poor praise your name. Rise up, O to God, and plead your legal case. Remember how the foolish taunts you all day long. Do not forget that your foes are saying the approach of those who defy you is ascending constantly. We, 75, we give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks to you. Your name is near. And people declare your wondrous works. You say... When I set a time, I judge with fairness. When the earth and all its inhabitants were dissolved, it was I who kept its pillars firm, Shilla. I say to the boastful, do not boost, and to the wicked, do not exalt your strength. Do not exalt your strength up high, or speak with arrogance. For exhalations does not come from the east or the west or the south. For judge, for God is judged. He for God is judge. He puts one man down and exalts another. For there is a cup in Jehovah's hand. the wine is foaming and it is fully mixed. He will surely pour it out, and all the wicked of the earth will drink it down to the dredge. But as for me, I will proclaim it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. For he says, I will cut off all the strength of the wicked, but the strength of the righteous will be exalted. Number 66, 76. God is known in Judea. In Israel his name is great. His shelter is in Salem, and his dwelling is in Sion. There he broke the flaming arrow of the bow, the shield and the swords and the weapons of war, Sheila. You shine brightly. You are more majestic than the mountains of prey. The courageous of heart have been plundered. They have fallen asleep. The warriors were all helpless. From your rebuke, O God of Jacob, of of Jacob. Both the chariots and the horses have fallen fast asleep. You alone are awe-inspiring. Who can withstand your intense anger? From heaven you pronounced a judgment. The earth was afraid and was silent. When God rose up to execute judgment, to save all the meek of the earth, Shilad, For the rage of man will serve to your praise. With the remnants of the rage you will adorn yourself. Make your vows to Jehovah your God and and pay them. Let all who are around him bring their gifts in fear. He will humble the pride of leaders. He inspires fears in the kings of the earth. 77 with my voice i will cry out to god to god i will cry out and he will hear me in the day of my distress i search for jehovah at night my hands are stretched out to him without ceasing. i cannot be comforted when i remember god i groan i am troubled and my strength fails Shilla. you hold my eyelids open I am agitated and cannot speak. My thoughts turn to the days of long ago, the years of the distance past. During the night I remember my song. I ponder in my heart. I make a diligent search. Will Jehovah cast us off forever? Will he never again show his favor? Has his loyal love ceased forever? Will his promise come to nothing for all generations? Has God forgotten to show his favor? Or has his anger caused his mercy to cease, Shilla? Must I keep saying, this is what distresses me? The Most High has changed his position towards us. I will remember the works of Jaw. I will remember your marvelous deeds of long ago. And I will meditate on all your activity and ponder over all your dealings. O God, your ways are holy. What God is as great as you, O God. You are the true God, who does marvelous things. You have revealed your strength to the people. With your power you have rescued your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Shelah The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and were disturbed, and the deep waters became agitated. The clouds poured down water, The cloudy skies thundered, and your arrows flew where and there. The sound of your thunder was like chariot wheels. Flashes of lightning lit up the inhabited earth. The earth trembled and quaked. Your ways was through the sea, your path through many waters. But your footprints could not be traced. You lead your people just like a flock in the care of Moses and Aaron. Number 78. Listen, my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a proverb I will propone riddles of long ago. The things we have heard and know, which our fathers have related to us, we will not hide from their sons. We will relate to the generations to come. The praiseworthy deeds of Jehovah and his strength, the wonderful things he has done. He established a reminder in jacob and set a law in israel he commanded our forefathers to make these things known to their children so that the next generation the children yet to be born might know them they in turn would relate them to their children then these would put their confidence in god they would not forget god's work but would observe his commandments then they would not be like their forefathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was unsteady and whose spirit was not faithful to God. The Ephraimites were armed with the bow, but they retreated in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God and refused to walk in His law. They also forgot what He had done, His wonderful works that He showed them. He did marvelous things in the sight of their forefathers in the land of Egypt, the region of Sohan. He split the sea to let them pass through, and he made the water stand up like a dam. He led them with a cloud by day, and the whole night with the light of a fire. He split rocks in the wilderness. He let them drink their fill as if from deep waters, He brought streams out of a crack and caused waters to flow down like rivers. But they continued to sin against Him. By rebelling against the Most High in the desert, they challenged God in their heart by demanding food that they craved. So they spoke against God, saying, Can God spread a table in the wilderness? Look, He struck a rock, so that waters flowed and streams flooded out. Can he also give us bread, or can he provide meat for his people? When Jehovah heard them, he became furious. A fire blazed against Jacob, and his anger flared up against Israel, because they did not put faith in God. They did not trust in his ability to save them. So he commanded the cloudy skies above, and he opened the doors of heavens. He kept raining down manna for them to eat." He gave them the grain of heaven. Men ate the bread of mighty ones. He provided enough to satisfy them. He stirred up the east wind in the heavens and made a south wind blow by his power. And he drained down meat on them like dust, birds like the sands of the seashore. He made them fall in the midst of his camp all around his tent. And they ate and gorged themselves. He gave them what they desired. But before they fully satisfied their cravings, while their food was yet still in their mouth, God's wrath flared up against them. He put to death their strongest man. He brought down the youngest men of Israel. Despite this, they sinned even more and did not put faith in his wonderful work. So he brought their days to an end as if a mere breath and their uh, years by sudden terrors. But as often as he killed them, they would search for him. They would return and look for God. Remembering that God was their rock and that the Most High God was their Redeemer, but they tried to deceive him with their mouth and lied to him with their tongue. Their heart was not steadfast towards him, and they were not faithful to his covenant. But he was merciful. He would forgive their error and not bring them to ruin. He often held back his anger instead of stirring up all his wrath, for he remembered that they were flesh, a wind that blows past and does not return. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and made him feel hurt in the desert. Again and again they put God to the test, and they grieved the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power, the day that he rescued them from the adversary, how he displayed his signs in Egypt and his miracles in the region of Sohan, and how he turned the Nile channels into blood so that they could not drink from their streams. He sent swarms of gadflies to devour them, and frogs to bring them to ruin. He gave their crops to the voss' lotuses, the fruits of their labor to the swarming lotus. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore trees with hailstones. He gave their beasts of burden over to the hail and their livestock to the lightning bolts. He inflicted his burning anger on them fury and indignation and distress, companies of angels bringing calamity. He cleared a pathway for his anger. He did not spare them from death, and he gave them over to pestilence. Finally he struck down all the firstborns of Egypt, the beginning of their procreative power in the tents of Ham. Then he brought his people out like a flock, and guided them like a dove in the wilderness. He led them in security, and they felt no fear. (laughs) The sea covered their enemies, and he brought them to his holy territory, this mountainous regions that his right hand acquired. He drove out the nations from before them. He alluded to them an inheritance by the measuring line, He settled the tribes of israel in their homes but they kept challenging god the most high and rebelling against him they did not pay attention to his reminders they also turned away and were as treacherous as their forefathers they were as unreliable as a loose bow they kept offending him with their high places and they incited him to fury with their craved images, God heard and became furious. So he utterly rejected Israel. He finally forsook the tabernacle of Silo, the tent where he had resided among men. He let the symbol of his strength go into captivity. Capacity. Cap- capacity. Sorry, cap- captivity. His splendor. Into the hands of the adversary, he handed his people over to the sword, and because furious with his inheritance, and became furious with his inheritance. Fire consumed his young men, and to his virgins no wedding songs were sung. His priests felt fell by the sword, and their own widows did not weep. Then Jehovah woke up as from sleep, like a mighty man waking up from wine and he drove his adversaries back. He put them to lasting disgrace. He rejected the tent of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loves. He made his sanctuary as enduring as the heavens. Like the earth that he has established forever, He chose David his servant and took him from the sheep pens, from tending the nursing calves. He made him the shepherd over Jacob his people, over and over Israel his inheritance. He shepherded them with integrity of heart and with skilful hands he led them. Number seventy nine. O God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have turned Jerusalem into a heap of ruins. They have given the dead bodies of your servants as food to the birds of the heavens and the flesh of your loyal ones to the wild beasts of the earth. They have poured out their blood like water around Jerusalem, and no one is left to bury them. We have become an object of reproach to our neighbors. Those around us ridicule and jeer us. How long, O Jehovah, will you be furious forever? How long will your indignations burn just like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, and on the kingdoms that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob, and have desolated his homeland. Do not hold us accountable for the errors of our ancestors, Quickly show us your mercy, for we have been brought very low. Help us, O God, of our salvation, for the sake of your glorious name. Rescue us and forgive our sins for the sake of your name. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Before our eyes may it become known among the nations that the shed of blood of your servants has been avenged. May you hear the sighing of the prisoner. Use your great power to preserve those sentences to death. Repay our neighbors sevenfold. For the taunt they have leviated at you, O Jehovah. Then we, your people and the flock of your pastures, we will thank to you forever, and we will declare your praise from generation to generation. Number 80. O shepherd of Israel, listen, you who are guiding Joseph just like a flock, you who is entrenched above the cherubs, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. to stir up your mightiness. Come and save us. O God, restore us. Let your face shine upon us, so that we may be saved." The over God of armies, how long will you be hostile towards the prayer of your people? You feed them tears as their bread, and you make them drink tears beyond measure. You let our neighbors quarrel over us. Our enemies keep mocking us as they please. O God of armies, restore us. Let your face shine upon us, so that we may be saved. You made a wine depart from Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared a space for it, and it took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shadow and the cedar of God by its branches. Its branches reached as far as the sea, and its roots shoot to the river. Why have you broken down the stone wall of the vineyards so that all those passing by pluck its fruits? The boards of the forest ravages it, and the wild animals of the field feed on it. O God of armies, please return, look down from heaven and see. Take care of this wine, the stock that your right hand has planted, and look upon the sun-womb you made strong for yourself. It is burned with fire, cut down, they perish at your rebuke, Make your hand give support to the man at your right hand, to the Son of Man you have made strong for yourself. Then we will not turn away from you. Preserve us alive, so that we may call on your name. O Jehovah God of armies, restore us. Let your face shine upon us, so that we may be saved. 81. Shout joyfully to God, our strength. Shout in triumph triumph, to the God of Jacob. Begin the music and take a tambourine. The melodies harp together with the stringed instruments. Blow the horn on the new moon, on the full moon for the day of the festival. For it is a decree for Israel, a ruling of the God of Jacob. He establishes it as a reminder for Joseph. When he went out against the land of Egypt, I heard a voice that I did not recognize. I lifted the burden from his shoulder. His hands were freed from the basket. In your distress you called and I rescued you. I answered you from the thundercloud. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, my people, and I will testify against you, O Israel, if you would only listen to me. Among you there will be no strange God, and you will not bow down to a foreign God. I, Jehovah, am your God, the one who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I let them follow their stubborn hearts. They did what they thought was right. If only my people would listen to me, if only Israel would walk in my ways, their enemies I would quickly subdue. I will turn my hand against the adversaries those who hate Jehovah will cringe in his presence and their outcome will be forever but he will feed you with the finest wheat and satisfy you with honey from the rock 82 God takes his place in the divine assembly in the middle of the gods he judges How long will you continue to judge with injustice and show partiality to the wicked, Shila? Defend the lovely and the fatherless. Render justice to the helpless and destitute. destitute. Rescue the lovely and the poor. Save them out of the hand of the wicked. They do not know, nor do they understand. They are walking about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are being shaken. I have said, you are gods. All of you are sons of the Most High. But you will die just as men do, and like any other prince you will fall. Rise up, O God, and judge the earth. for All the nations belong to you. 83. O God, do not be silent. Do not keep quiet or still, O Divine One. For look, your enemies are in an uproar. Those who hate you act arrogantly. With cunning, they secretly plot against your people. They conspire against your treasured ones. They say, Come, let us annihilate them as a nation, so that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. They devise an Unfined strategy. They have made an alliance against you, the tent of Edom and the Ismailites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebal and Ammon and Amalek, Philistia, together with the inhabitants of Tur. Assyria too has joined them. They give support to the sons of Lot. Do to them as you did to Midian, as you did to Sisera and Yabin at the stream of Kishon. They were annihilated at Endor. They became manure for the ground. Make their noble like Oreb and Sibib, and their princes like Sibab and Salmunah. For they said, Let us take possession of the land where God dwells. O oh my God, make them like a whirling twistle, like stubble blown about by the wind, like a fire that burns up the forest, like a flame that scorches the mountains, so that you pursue them with your tempest, and terrify them with your windstorm. Cover their faces with dishonor, so that they may search for your name, O Jehovah. May they be put to shame and be terrified forever. May they be disregarded and perished, May people know that you, whose name is Jehovah, you alone are the most high all over the earth. 84. How lovely your grand tabernacle is, O Jehovah of armies! My whole being yearns. Yes, I am faint with longing for the courtyards of Jehovah. My heart and my flesh shout joyfully to the living God. Even the birds find a home there, and the swallow and nest for herself where she cares for her young, near your grand altar, O Jehovah of armies, my King and my God. Happy are those dwelling in your house, they continue to praise you, Shelah. Happy are the men who find their strength in you, whose heart are set on the highways, when they pass through the Baca Valley, they make it into a place of springs. And the early rain clouds it with blessings. They will walk on from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Jehovah, God of armies, hear my prayer. Listen, O God of Jacob, uh, Jacob, Shelah. Look, our shield and our God. Look upon the face of your anointed one. For a day in your courtyards is better than a thousand anywhere else. I choose to stand at the threshold of the house of my God rather than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For Jehovah God is a sun and a shield. He gives favor and glory. Jehovah will not hold back anything good from those walking in integrity. O Jehovah of armies, happy is the man who trusts in you. 85. You have shown favor, O Jehovah, to your land. You brought back those of Jacob who were taken captivity. You have pardoned the error of your people. You forgave all their sins. You held back all your fury. You turned away from your hot anger. Restore us, O God, of our salvation, and set aside your displeasure, Displeasure with us. Will you be furious with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to generation after generation? Will you not revise us again, so that your people may rejoice in you? Show your loyal love to us, O Jehovah, and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what the true God Jehovah says, for he will speak peace to his people, to his loyal ones." but let them not return to overconfidence. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, so that his glory may reside in our land. Loyal love and faithfulness will meet together. Righteousness and peace will kiss each other. Faithfulness will sprout from the earth, and righteousness will look down from the heavens. Yes, Jehovah will give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness will walk before him and make a path for his footsteps. 86. Incline your ear, O Jehovah, and answer me, for I am afflicted and poor. Guard my life, for I am loyal. Save your servant who is trusting in you, for you are my God. Show me favor, O Jehovah, for I call to you all day long. Make your servant rejoice, For to you, O Jehovah, I turn. For you, O Jehovah, are good and ready to forgive. You abound in loyal love for all those who call on you. Listen, O Jehovah, to my prayer and pay attention to my pleas for help. I call on you in the day of my distress, for you will answer me. There is no one like you among the gods, O Jehovah. There are no words like yours. All the nations that you made will come and bow down before you, O Jehovah, and they will give glory to your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You are God, you alone. Instruct me, O Jehovah, above your ways, I will walk in your truth. Unify my heart to fear your name. I praise you, O Jehovah, my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify your name forever for your loyal love towards me is great, and you have saved my life from the deepest of the grave. O God, persuasive men rises up against me. A band of ruthless men seek to take my life, and they have no regard for you. But you, O Jehovah, are a God merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and abundance in loyal love and faithfulness. Turn to me and show me favor. Give your strength to your servant, and save the son of your slave girl. Show me a sign of your goodness. So show me a sign of your goodness, so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame. For you, O Jehovah, are my helper and comforter. Eighty-seven, his city's foundation is in the holy mountains. Jehovah loves the gates of Zion more than all the tents of Jacob. Glorious things are being said about you, O city of the true god I will count Rehab and Babylon among those who know me. Here are Philistia and her, together with Cush. It will be said, This is one who was born there. And about Zion it will be said, Each and every one was born in her. And the Most High will firmly establish her. Jehovah will declare, When recalling the people, this is one who was born there, Silla. Singers and those performing circle dances will say, All my springs I knew. 88. Jehovah the God of my salvation, by day I cry out, and by night I come before you. Let my prayer come to you. Incline your ear to my cry for help. For my soul has been filled with calamity, and my life is on the brink of the grave. I am already counted among those going down to the pit. I have become a helpless man, left among the dead, like the slain lying in a grave, whom you remember no longer, and who have been separated from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit, in dark places, in a large abyss. Your raids weigh heavily on me, and you overwhelm me with your crashing waves, Shiloh. You have driven my acquaintances far away from me. Acquaintances are far away from me. You have made me something detestable to them. I am trapped and cannot escape. My eye is worn out because of my affiliation. I call on you, O Jehovah, all day long. To you I spread out my hands. Will you perform wonders for the dead? Can those powerless in death rise up to praise you, Shelah? Will your loyal love be declared in the grave, your faithfulness in the place of destruction? Will your wonders be known in the darkness, or your righteousness in the land of oblivion? But I still cry to you for help, O Jehovah. Each morning my prayer comes before you. Why, O Jehovah, do you reject me? Why do you hide your face from me? From your youth, one, I have been afflicted and ready to perish. I am numb from the terrible things you allow me to suffer. Your burning anger overwhelms me. Your terrors destroy me. They surround me like waters all day long. They close in on me from all sides. You have driven my friends and companions far away from me. Darkness has become my companion. 89. I will sing about Jehovah's expressions of loyal love forever. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, loyal love will built up forever, and you have firmly established your faithfulness in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen one, I have sworn to David, my servant, I will firmly establish your offspring forever, and I will build up your throne for all generations Shelah. The heavens praises your marvels, O Jehovah. Yes, your faithfulness in the congregations of the holy ones, For who who in disguise can compare to Jehovah? Who among the sons of God is like Jehovah? God is held in awe in the council of holy ones. He is grand and awe-inspiring to all who are around him. O Jehovah God of armies, who is mighty like you, O Jah? Your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule over the raging of the sea. When its waves surges, you calm them. You have crossed Rahab like one who is slain. With your strong arm you have scattered your enemies. The heavens are yours and the earth is yours. The productive land and what fills it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you created them. Tabor and Hermans joyfully praises your name. Your arm is mighty, your hand is strong, your right hand is exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of your throne. Loyal love and faithfulness stands before you. Happy are the people who know the joyful shouting, O Jehovah. They walk in the light of your face. They rejoice in your name all day long. And in your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength and by your approval our strength is exalted, for our shield belongs to Jehovah, our King belongs to the Holy One of Israel. At that time you spoke in a vision to your loyal ones and said, I have granted strength to a mighty one. I have exalted a chosen one from among the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him. My hand will support him, and my arm will strengthen him. No enemy will exhort tribute from him, and no unrighteous man will oppress him. I will crush to perish his adversaries from before him, and strike down those who hate him. My faithfulness and loyal love are with him, and in my name his strength will be exalted, I will put his hand over the sea and his right hand over the rivers. He will call out to me, You are my Father, my God and the rock of my salvation, and I will place him as firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will maintain my loyal love for him forever, and my covenant with him will never fail. I will establish his offspring forever and make his throne as enduring as the heavens, If his sons leave my law and do not walk according to my decree, if they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their disobedience with a rod and their error with floggings. But I will never abandon my loyal love for him, nor be untrue to my promise. I will not violate my covenant or change what my lips have spoken. I have sworn in my holiness once and for all, I will not tell lies to David his offspring will endure forever his throne will endure like the sun before me like the moon it will be firmly established forever as a faithful witness in the skies shiloh but you yourself have cast off and rejected him you have become furious with your anointed one you have spurned the covenant with your servant You have profaned his crown by throwing it to the ground. You have broken down all his stone walls. You have reduced his fortifications to ruins. All who passes by have pillaged him. He is a reproach to his neighbors. You have made his adversaries victorious. You have caused all his enemies to rejoice. You have also driven back his sword, and you have made him lose ground in the battle." You have brought an end to his splendors and hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth. You have clouded him with shame, Silla. How long, O Jehovah, will you hide yourself? Will it be forever? Will your rage continue to burn like a fire? Remember how short my life is. What it is. Was it to no purpose that you created all humans? What man can live and never see death? Can he save himself from the power of the grave, Shilad? Where are your former acts of loyal love, O Jehovah, that you swore about to David in your faithfulness? Remember, O Jehovah, the taunt Hurdle as our servant, how I have to bear the taunts of all the people, how your enemies have hurled insults, O Jehovah, how they have insulted every footsteps of your anointed one. May Jehovah be praised forever. Amen and Amen." So, this was the psalm, the third book of the Psalms. And of course, now I'm going to end this podcast and of course I'm going to make a Danish one where I also read up, uh, read out uh, uh, Joe's book and also these songs here. And then next time, I'm going to interpret what it actually means, how I uh, is feeling about it. But I'm going to listen to it a couple of times before I can give, give you my interpretation of it. So, this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 20th of February 2022. The time is 9.41 in the morning and it is uh, Sunday. Bye.